Explore Milwaukee's past and its future, one building at a time. This is Urban Spelunking with On Milwaukee's Bobby Tanzillo and me, Nate Immig, from 88.9. All right, we are at MLK and Garfield Avenue this week on Urban Spelunking inside the former Gimbel Schuster's department store. This building we've talked about on, in the past here on Urban Spelunking when, uh, when the cladding came off and revealed all this beautiful original detail that was found underneath the, the building by the owners. Yeah, for since like the early 90s, there's been this metal, this sort of sheet metal cladding around this building. Um, and I think we'd all sort of forgotten what was underneath. And so when they wanted to sort of assess the condition of what was underneath, we got this sort of tantalizing little peek at this amazing early 1900s Kirchhoff and Rose building that was just beautiful and beautifully preserved. You got the unique chance to go inside this building before this major construction happens because this building is going to be completely rehabbed into a much bigger purpose. Yes. So uh, Coakley is selling it and a developer is turning it into residential units on the top. It's going to have the new offices for the Greater Milwaukee Foundation in there. Mm -hmm. And um, the Medical College of Wisconsin is moving its outreach programs and offices to there, too. So it's really going to be sort of this a place to live, but also this sort of neighborhood hub of services for people who live in the city. Uh, What was it like going inside? I mean, it was crazy. I'd been in there twice before. um, But, you know, the first time I went in there with Mike Coakley and we were in there for a long time. So I couldn't believe when I went back this time, how much stuff there was that I didn't see that first time. Sure. Because we were in there a really long time. Um, but up in one of the additions, this, this building is a complex of lots of additions and things. Mm-hmm. We went into one of the additions that was built in the 40s, and there was an old like lunch counter up there. It must have been a cafeteria that had a- Oh, really? It had like a soda fountain um, counter that had you know all those little compartments to keep the different flavors of ice cream, and the hot. F- it had a hot fudge dispenser and all oh, that really? kind of stuff. Wow! Um, and that's all just still there. That's, that's so crazy. still there. Yeah. And um, in the basement, there's the old luggage department, and you can still see the like the 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 shadow of the sign on the wall. Like the luggage brands, or like well, no, just the word luggage. Luggage. Okay. Yeah. Um, you found a cash register, right? There was a cash register in the basement. There's still the. Um, the escalators are still there. On the first floor is the old photo studio, the portrait studio, where you would go like with your family and sit and have your portrait done. It looked like the most mid-century like photo backdrop too. The it looked like a game show set. Almost it did. From the it 70s, looked totally like a game show set. Um, <laughs> and then you know, there's the two sort of grand entrances onto King Drive. One of them, the older wooden one, probably if not original, probably twenties. Okay. Um, with curved glass display cases and stuff. Um, and then the other one to the south is uh, all sort of shiny aluminum, looking a little more Art Deco, maybe a little bit later, 40s maybe. And then just all kind of, everywhere you look, there's all kinds of like the tops of the columns still have their, are still have their decorative capitals on them. And it's, it's just interesting to walk around and you can see up where the offices were, they had a, a little strip of opening in the wall so that the people up in the office could look out on the sales floor to make sure nobody was uh, pocketing anything. Oh, really? So this uh-huh. is like pre-security uh, camera, perhaps. Yes, right, right. Early, uh, early loss prevention. Yeah, in the, in the yeah, and the, the balcony, you know, like a lot of these stores, like Goldman's, uh, Goldman's another one, on uh, Mitchell Street, they all had these uh, mezzanine levels where shoppers could go yeah. up and they had other departments up there. And that mezzanine level is still there with the, with the iron railing up the stairs and the railing around the mezzanine. So it, it really, I mean, if if you see pictures of the store when it was operating as, as the store, you can see lots of the sort of similar 
stuff still there. And it hasn't been a store since 1969. Yeah. But I mean, when I was looking through the, in the pictures that you posted in the article, I, I could just I could just see it. You know, it looked just like what I'd imagine a Milwaukee department store would look like yeah, of that era. And it's amazing when I posted it on on Facebook when I ran the story recently, just dozens and dozens and dozens of comments. My mom worked there. We used to go shop there every Saturday. We'd get dressed up to go and shop there. You know, like people still have so many memories of that store that it's really close to people's hearts. This was such an important corridor for Milwaukee during its heyday. I mean, uh, King Drive was bustling and, and these department stores, there were movie theaters and all sorts of things right on, on uh, MLK Drive. Yeah, other than the Avenue, which is what people called Wisconsin Avenue back in the day, what was then 3rd Street, which is King Drive now, and also Mitchell Street on the south side were huge shopping corridors. Okay, we're gonna take a quick break right here and we'll be right back with more Urban Spelunking. Nonprofit Radio Milwaukee is brought to you by you. A membership contribution is your personal commitment to music and to Milwaukee. Visit RadioMilwaukee.org to check out our donor benefits and the thank you gifts you can get to show off your 88.9 pride. So the building actually has this uh, this really great redevelopment plan in the works. We're talking again about this. This uh, It's huge. It's like thousands of square feet, right? Yeah, like uh, hundreds. Like hundreds it's of thousands, yeah, right? It's a huge, crazy, huge building. Crazy. And this department store has been basically storage since 1969. Yeah, it opened as a Schuster's. Did we say that? I don't know if we said that. But it opened as Schuster's and ran as Schuster's for a long time, which was, and Schuster's, of course, if you don't know, was a... Uh, was a Milwaukee department store that had a number of locations, but that one on 3rd Street was really sort of the flagship. Um, and it was huge, and it was beloved, not only by the neighborhood, but people used to travel to that neighborhood to go to that Schuster's because I think it was bigger than the other Schuster's locations. Um, and then in 1962, Gimbel's bought Schuster's, Gimbel's being, of course, another Milwaukee uh, department store. So we had two big department store names in Milwaukee. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy, isn't it? And they became one. Well, and then the T.H. Atmans was a big one. Oh, yeah, yeah. They only had one location, but. Okay, so um, they became they became one in Yes, 1962. 1962. And then that store continued to operate as a co-branded Gimbel's Schuster's until 69 when it closed. And then the building just became storage for basically Schuster's was phased out of the name, I think, at that point. And it became a Gimbel's warehouse. Uh, until the early 90s when Mike Coakley bought it, and it's been Coakley since then. It is amazing to me that it has been storage for that long, because looking at the pictures that you uh, took for this piece, you can definitely tell it was a department store. It still has all the the things that that read department store down to like uh, cash registers. Well, and, and I think I think signage. that's why. I think that's why though, because there was no need to change anything, right? Because if you're just going to store a bunch of stuff in there. You don't really spend money tinkering with sure, yeah. stuff that is just not bothering anybody, right? It's the same reason when you go to sort of a depressed or formerly depressed kind of small town or something, they often have the most beautiful main streets because all of those original buildings just kind of sat there because nobody yeah. did anything to them, you know? Um, and so this was sort of preserved by, I don't want to say neglect because that sounds negative, but I mean by the fact that it didn't need to change. I mean, if they were going to make it into other stores and things, a lot of that would have gone away. And for a neighborhood that's already been so, uh, seen so much redevelopment and so much investment lately. We were I'm, just talking about this, right? Yeah. We, that I mean, new Mr. G's Clippers is mm -hmm. Kitty Corner. Uh, Block North is Pete's. Kitty Corner on Vale Phillips and Garfield is the old Garfield Avenue School that was last year turned into apartments and added on to with a new building that is the home of America's Black Holocaust Museum. So there's a lot going on right there. Yeah, and then uh, Bader Philanthropies, not too far yeah, away. Yeah, further up, but yeah, right. So really a lot of uh, reinvestment, which is so great to see, especially in that area that used to be so vibrant. Frankly, I think just taking that 
metal cladding off that building is going to be such a boon to the neighborhood just visually when you I mean that you know, I mean I understand why Coakley did it it saved them tons of money on on energy costs over the years but reopening that up and seeing this just this beautiful historic gleaming structure again is gonna just be psychologically a whole different thing than seeing what looked like a giant like six-story metal shed <laughs> yeah I mean if, if you live in that neighborhood um, you, you know it's been covered up for so long it might look like a completely it probably will look like a completely new building I mean so yeah. many people have never seen this fully uncovered Gimbel Schuster's store yeah and I think anybody who did see it probably doesn't really remember it all that well and even those of us who got a peek at the you know when they opened up that section of it a few years ago We've still never seen the whole thing. Yeah, you know? nobody's seen it, right? Right, so it's going to be amazing. So what's the timeline on, on this development? They have a lot of stuff to move out. Coakley still has a lot of storage. Uh, you know, they, they're a storage business. They're moving in storage business, so they're storing other people's stuff there. And when I got a tour, the facilities manager there told me they're moving out about a semi-load worth of stuff a day. Wow. And he estimated um, that there are about another 400 semi-loads. Oh, wow. <laughs> so they're going to have to kind of, he admitted they're going to have to kind of step that up a little. They got um, their work cut out. But they don't have to move out completely before the work begins. Okay. There's, there's like a phased, um, they've come to an agreement, you know, with the, with the new folks. They're going to clear out like the top floors and the basement first so that the work can begin on those floors while they continue to clear out the rest. And what about the overall development? Is there a timeline on when that might open? I think it's next year. Wow. Okay. I mean, like, probably, I'm guessing later next year. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I think it's next year. And this is, there's a couple different Coakley businesses in Milwaukee. There's the uh, Furniture and Interiors, Brothers Interiors, mm -hmm. Coakley, the headquarters here in Walker's Point. This is a different part of... Yeah, same family, but the the... You know, a few generations back, the family split into these different companies. Okay, different so, business lines. So yeah, same name, different business. You know, similar, same last name, similar business names, but and similar businesses, in fact, but uh, different. So branches. this is the the Coakley. If you see those big, I think they're orange trucks that's moving in storage. Mm -hmm. It's that Coakley. Yeah, got it. So, yeah. Okay. Well, you can take one last look at the old Gimbel Schuster's department store on MLK and Garfield before it comes back anew as a, a big, shining new redevelopment. Again, it's the Greater Milwaukee Foundation, Medical College of Wisconsin, and residential development happening all inside that old department store in the Harambe neighborhood. So go check out the pictures. They're posted right now at radiomilwaukee.org slash podcasts. And podcasts on 88.9 are produced by Kenny Perez. Handcrafted sonic inspiration comes from the License Lab with support from On Milwaukee and, of course, your membership. You can subscribe to this podcast and all of 889's podcasts right here at radiomilwaukee.org slash podcasts. It's On Milwaukee's Bobby Tanzillo. Thanks. Thanks, Nate.